A poor soul of noble origins, a squire tested in battle, a knight errant forged in Camelot, a man strengthened by love. Join Adam as Sir Gulliston and Craig as the Game Master in Blood and Lust, a King Arthur Pendragon duet game of chivalry and mythic adventure. Let us win glory for our king, who will reward us with honors and lands, and the devil take the hindmost. Welcome back, everyone, to year 538 of Pendragon, Blood and Lust. Uh, here with me, we got uh, Sir Golston, a.k.a. Adam. How are you doing today, Adam? Good, good. Uh, how's it going, Craig? Uh, not bad. Um, so we're just going to kind of like pick up where we left off. Um, uh, basically, in the previous uh, episode, uh, Golston just back from the dead, finally... Um, saves the uh the count um the the good uh lord sir Farron, uh of Eaglehearth from a ghost um restores peace to the manor um uh improves the station of the artist formerly known as pig boy um and goes back to greet his lady love and wins her heart from uh sir gaharis who had been promised to her in your absence then at uh, your lady's behest, threw quite the party, um, drew a lot of attention, and this party was basically meant to make amends to all the rivals that you've been making this entire time. So what, uh, how did that go? Well, um, it was off to a rocky start. Um, there There was certain matters of etiquette that I kind of failed to recognize at first. But as the party progressed, it turned into a pretty good time. I got to spend some quality time with with my love, Avieli, and uh, some good socializing went on. Uh, Sir Lancelot came to my party, which is something I can brag about forever. Uh, but then at the end, I noticed uh, some foul treachery. Somebody burned their heraldry into my fields and looking out at it i i couldn't immediately recognize what it was maybe i was just so enraged but i saw the burning image of a winged serpent and um you know that brought the party to a very very abrupt end well luckily with all the um extra hands unfortunately we're not counting the knights because you guys don't do work but they brought plenty of people um you were able to get the fires mostly under control before too much damage was done um but we'll we'll figure out how badly uh your your lands are looking as we press onward so um we mentioned uh the previous winter uh basically may till february you were maddened in the woods uh, lots of things have changed uh, with Sir Golston. He's gotten a bit hardier, a little, probably a little uh, rougher. What what does he look like now? Is there any changes to his style, his appearance that are notable? Uh, I think being in the woods definitely did something to him. He now sports a large beard. Um, I think at first it was probably quite grizzled and a little bit haggard looking. 
But when he rejoined society, uh, he began to comb it and kind of just saw it as an extension of like having luxurious hair. And uh, so, yeah, he now sports like a a beard. Uh, but other than that, his style is pretty much the same. Um, I don't think he's really gotten uh, better clothing since then or uh so I, I don't know if like he if he looks a little bit shitty right now uh, or if he's he probably would have addressed that and, and you know, got some clothes that look normal again. Um, but other than that, he's still the same same Goliston once he kind of like resettles. But, yeah, he is sporting this long beard now that he's just meticulously washing and uh, combing and stuff like that. And Aviel, he likes it. So, um, as we um, progress forward, we'll we'll deal with any major purchases you make when we get to um, economics. But um, could you make me um, starting off a go with a D twenty roll? That's a nineteen. Okay, a nineteen brings you to the bad fortune table. Can you make me a D twenty roll plus ten? Uh, ten plus ten, so twenty. Oh no! Uh, so you got a companion or servant dies. What? Yeah. So uh, what? What um, companions or servants do we have out here? Um. Okay. I'm trying to think of some of the people that that we kind of like elevated into status in Willie Stream. Like maybe. Uh, what about the man who the rehabilitated criminal? Um, so, I kind of consider him a servant. Well, he's not I guess giving not, you a, yeah. a direct benefit. Right. Um, this might be like either uh, uh, Jacques or Arius or one of your squires or... Oh, can my dancing instructor die? Sure. Poor Jacques. I think this is like the last year you are going to have him anyways. Sorry, Jacques. Yeah. He just died, and, and oh, another body. Don't know who his family are. Just chuck him in the the field. Goldston, um, when he hears the news of Jacques' passing, he says, "I hope he died doing what he loved, dancing." Uh, funny enough, I was listening uh, to a podcast the other day, and there were like several documented uh, sources. I'll claim you like this ma- dancing madness where people would just start dancing and they wouldn't stop and they just dance themselves into exhaustion. So I'm thinking something like that happened. It was like some sort of mass hysteria. What a crazy bastard. All right. So next we're getting to our experience um, portion of winter phase. So if you would uh, please roll me all your experience checks, and when you're done, just let me know what has changed. Okay, so this year, my forgiving uh, changed from an eleven to a ten, and my vengeful changed from a nine to a ten. So my my vengeful went up. Also, my spiritual went down one, so from 12 to 11, and my worldly went up one, so from eight to nine. So when That's what happens when you use relics as food. Um, also, my trusting 
went down from 14 to 13. And my suspicious went up from six to seven. And for skills, my awareness went up from 12 to 13. My intrigue went up from nine to 10. My orate went up from 10 to 11. And that's it. It's not a bad year. Um, yeah, a few things go up. A few uh, right-handed traits as well. Um, so adding another year to your age, how old is Sir Golston now? 28 years old. 28 years old in the year 538 to come. Um, it's been a long, uh, you know, a long winter, but, um, you know, they all are pretty long. It's not as long as the previous one, but it's good to be inside for this one. Um, you're just thinking how good things are. Healed up um, nicely from all your wounds from the previous year. When February comes around, you're sleeping and all of a sudden your left leg erupts in pain. And you look down and your your blankets are just covered in blood. You could take 12 points of damage. I assume I recovered my HP from whatever happened from the last previous time. year. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Goliston wakes up screaming and uh, just shouting, "My leg! My leg!" All the dogs in the kennel start barking, and Murphy, most of all, oh, oh, oh. there's no one asleep in uh, Lily's stream at this point. And uh, I begin like looking under the blankets, under the covers to try to see my leg and to try to figure out what, what could have happened. Did I roll onto some kind of blade in my sleep? Was I, is this like swollen or like what's happening? It looks like a very recent spear wound uh, in the exact same spot as you received it last year. It's like when he, when he sleeps, he forgets about the, uh, forgets about that, that whole affair. And uh, yeah, he just tries to like get himself up and um, try to like wrap the sheets around the the leg as like a, a bandage to kind of stop the bleeding. And he kind of just like winces in pain and just lets out like a frustrated shout in like across the manor. Ah, Baldrick, where are you? A few seconds later, there's a quick sound of the door being swung open. My Lord, my Lord, how can I help you? Ah, it's, it's this terrible wounds acting up again. Uh, can you can you tend to it? Right away, sir. I'll get the bandages. And Baldrick, you look down and like this looks fresh. Like it looks like it just happened, not like it's an old wound that festered up. You have no recollection of your master ever receiving this wound? Sir, sir, how did this happen? I I just, I don't remember. Let us pray it's not elf shot, my lord. Such is dreadful. Here, let me tend it as I may. Make me a crusade roll, Baldrick. Nine. That's gonna pass. Nine on a 14. First roll. All right, um, so you can gain a d3 of hit points back right away, Sir Golston. Nice. Two hit points back. I just, sorry. No, I was going to say, would a folklore or a fairy lore check make sense to see if Bal- Baldrick knows about such strange wounds as this? Um, absolutely. Which one do you want to roll? Well, I think fairy lore because Elf Shot was his first guess. Yep, let's have it. Eight on a 15. 
Uh, that's a pass. And yeah, it seems like if not that, then something otherworldly is at foot here because like, I mean, you probably heard the story of uh, your knight who fought uh, some sort of specter knight a year ago, almost exactly a year ago to this very day, this very night. Uh, you look up and you see the moon is big, full and round and yellow. And like, you could just see like the, the, the spurts of blood, like just like pulsing and pulsing and pulsing underneath the bandages. And like, you could have swore as you were tending the wound, you saw like a shimmer of like a green miasma coming out of it. My Lord, were you not struck there last year as well? I, but it was some sort of specter that it's not, it's long since healed. And he's just kind of looking at it and he's like, or, or has it? And it's like, almost like he, um, I don't know, maybe it's just the state that he's kind of awoken and found himself in. He's almost like confused by the, by the wound. Um, he woke up and felt like, felt like it was very recent. And then it's like, he, he remembers this, this, um, you know, spectral battle type thing, uh, but yeah, it was a year. It was a year ago. It's this shouldn't be happening, Baldrick. What, what, what do you think I should do? He's like kind of looking at his leg and looking at this blood um, that just kind of continues to rush out. Um, Baldrick will continue to make sure he has some pressure on that wound until the blood can stop seeping, of course, and say, "My lord, it may well be that such a wound is." struck by a cursed source. If so, our mirror medicine may not be enough. We may need the help of one pious. We may need a holy relic or something, or to destroy the spear that struck you. This may well require a quest. Or it may never go away. Don't dash his hopes too much. He loves his fairy lord. <laughs> yeah, um, Goliston will will um, try to suggest... Uh, having like brother is it griffy brother griffy uh come and take a look and i'm sure like at some point there's going to just be like everybody everybody that he thought of that might have some insight just coming in to this bedroom to look at his uh bleeding leg and just offer their two cents on on what should be done yeah brother griffy says some prayers over it and you know over the next couple of weeks, it does get better. What is your healing rate? Three. Three. So it would take uh, an additional three weeks to heal over completely. But you're not sure if it's all the the praying or all the extra medical help you're getting. Or, I don't know, maybe some divine intervention. But it does heal again. Uh, it probably doesn't help, like, everyone just, like, kind of looking in on it, oogling at it and poking it. It's like, oh, does this hurt? And then, like, you got a lot of people coming in who are just, like, kind of there to poke at it and, like, see it like it's some sort of, like, tourist attraction. So, going forward, you will be getting some glory for this, like, little attraction. But I... Oh, mercy for his lordship. He is not a show horse. Yeah, um, I think Golston's probably like annoyed with it at first, but then he starts to kind of appreciate it because it uh, 
it makes him kind of like feel less scared to just have like a lot of people uh, pondering on it, I guess. Um, but it does, it does bring a lot of things to his mind and it, it makes him think of, you know, business that's yet to be attended to. And just like, it, it makes him feel very vulnerable to not be uh, as active and as functional as he usually sees himself. Um, so it just gives him like a lot to kind of ponder on. Yeah. It's kind of like forcing you to basically take February, late February, early March off every year. So no more uh, late winter tournaments. So going to book vacation for that year uh, every year. Well, we'll just bind your leg in advance. And that way, when it opens up, the gauze is already in place. Ah, very smart, Baldrick. Add that to our calendar. Of course, my lord. So, in year 538, um, some more people are aging up. Uh, your new squire, Arco, is now 16 years old. So, good to note, his squire role is now equal to 16. And a certain squire, a senior squire, if you will, uh, is turning 21 and is eligible for knighthood if... Sir Golson were to put him forward for it. Yeah, I think this would be something that Golston probably even discussed with Baldrick. And, you know, he he had made it very evident that like on Baldrick's, you know, as, as soon as Baldrick became of eligible age, um, he would begin that process with him. Um, and if he didn't make it clear to him, he would have made it clear to him as early as probably like earlier when he when he emerges from the woods like within the first few weeks of having emerged through the woods i mean if he hadn't decided and told him before he would have definitely mentioned to him that like this is my plan like um i see you as as a as a future knight and like this this is what's going to happen and as soon as you become of age we're going to begin that process so the way that i kind of picture it is I mean, I don't know if they would be discussing it all the time, but there would be kind of like this build up in anticipation that like when Baldrick um, finally, you know, like when he hits that birthday, like we're, we're doing it. And Golston has kind of been in a little bit um, like anxious the past, I'd say like weeks or so leading up to this because he like really wants to have it be like, uh, good and like worthy of of he wants Baldrick's like knighting to be a a spectacular event, but he's also like very concerned about his current financial standing and just like recent setbacks and just all this other kind of just like trouble that's happened lately is just kind of like weighing heavy on him. So he's doing a bit of balancing that between um, his excitement for getting to knight Baldrick. And, um, you know, getting to kind of like celebrate that. So uh, leading up to this, he's very kind of just like anxious, excited, trying to get things in order, I guess. Um, But yeah, it would be no surprise um, to Baldrick. So that actually brings us into the economics portion of Winter Phase. So can you please make me a stewardship role? Uh, Pass five on a 10. Well, that's lucky. Um, that means you get 
uh, a Libram, a single Libram of income this year uh, instead of nothing because of all the fields that are down. I mean, re- repairs are made to Lily Stream, and the um, the wooden palisade is slowly being replaced by stone. And things are coming along pretty nicely. Um, are you planning on doing any additional building for this year? Not in this year. Um, I think it's important that we try to rebuild a little bit before we try to expand further. Um, we don't want to be like foiled by our own hubris. And Golston is honestly like a little bit nervous. Um, just knowing that he has enemies out there, knowing that there's people in this world that want to see him fail. Um, he would be a little bit cautious and kind of that would make him like a little bit scared to spend currently. Uh, Brother Griffey is a bit um, saddened by this. I would ask him what he thinks if I noticed it. I would say like, go ahead, brother, speak your mind. Well, sir, I know you have many obligations on you. Uh, I know the queen and by extension, the king has offered to or have has mandated that you rebuild the defenses here and you've done so i know you have your own personal goals however isn't the lord worth some time and effort as well golston kind of pauses at that and takes a moment to consider he's not the most holy person but he likes to consider himself in line with god and staying on the good side of the Lord. And so hearing this kind of alarms him a little bit and he's genuinely worried. And he's like, brother Griffey, do you think we don't do enough to, to praise his name in these, in these lands? I, I don't want to be viewed as some kind of heathen or somebody that doesn't appreciate our good Lord. But what do you propose? Uh, Well, my son, he says, I would think it'd be, only suiting for the people of Lily Stream to have a place to congregate and worship. And uh, Golston considers it. He's like he tells he tells Brother Griffey that he'll he'll think on it. Um, and you know he's kind of just like because he still can't read yet, so he's going. He has somebody that's like going through the books and just kind of like telling him just various like numbers and and logistics and stuff and he just paces back and forth just trying to think of like am i gonna go to hell if we don't build this are we all gonna go to hell if we don't do this uh and i think like he's eventually because he's not a very spiritually guided person it kind of like slips his mind a little bit and uh he just like he just kind of forgets about it interesting all right i'll check your world we uh, but he notes it for maybe maybe another year. Yeah. All right. Speaking of expenses, there are some associated expenses to knight someone. And this has been something that has been the foremost thing on Sir Galston's mind. Probably one of those reasons why he's hasn't been thinking about the spiritual needs of the peasants. And that is, of course, uh the knighting of young Baldrick. So we talked a bit offline on how much this sort of thing is going to cost. Um, 
what sort of level of station are you planning to induce young Baldrick at? I think there was a time when Goliston thought that he would be able to afford Baldrick with the luxury of a comfortable new night, but certain financial realities coming into, you know, coming into the forefront, he realizes that it's not going to be as grandiose as he likes. It's going to be more on the normal side. Um, Although probably starting to look like, you know, around this like time period, maybe people are starting to think this is like moving into poor night status. Uh, but, you know, so yeah, he, he has uh, some purchases in mind. Um, surely he can imagine better, but in due time, uh, he thinks about his own knighting and kind of like how he was a bit lucky to knight under somebody that was far better than him. And Baldrick doesn't really have that luxury. So, but he's going to, it's still no small thing. It's a, like, it's kind of like um, when your best friend has a job at a place and he can kind of like give you a promotion. Um, But like, that's, that's kind of like where it's kind of where it ends. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so he's, he's, um, you know, out of, out of character, I'm thinking of the normal new night setup, basically. Um, purchasing that, I think I have plenty of horses to provide him with a, a decent horse that could, you know, bring down the, the cost a little bit. Uh, but because he's kind of has to go a little bit lighter on on the gifts for, for Baldrick and his and his knighting, he intends to make up for that by throwing him a, a good feast, um, a nice feast, probably like a least five lira feast. So um, before we get into uh, what you're setting up Baldrick with, are you going to replace your own partial plate? Um, yes, that that's another thing too. So Goliston had originally planned to get Baldrick partial plate um, armor and you know his own partial plate armor is quite rusted and absolutely just not it wouldn't work out there so realizing he has to uh replace his own armor he won't be able to provide Baldrick with the partial plate armor like he imagined and a lot of it is just kind of like like it's not living up to Goliston's dream of what this would be. And he knows Baldrick um, is like just a, a good friend and a good squire. And Baldrick has like always been very appreciative and probably will be happy and honored um, by this. But still, it's just like it kind of worries him. Like he's not going to be my squire anymore. He's going to be a knight. And like he's not under me. He's going to be my equal. And I need to like, I need to I need to make sure that he he knows I fully appreciate and respect this. And so it's like kind of like um when you're worried about getting somebody the right gift or something like I hope they like it. So that that's kind of just like the whole thing. But yeah, he yeah, to answer your question, yes, he is getting his partial plate either repaired or replaced. All right. So uh to get new partial plate it would be 14 libra. Uh you then still have this rusty thing that 
I could, you could use, you could just give it to Baldrick to use as like rusty partial plate or which would basically do like the, the, the 12, but it would just be rusty. You could, that's, that's route, or you could just get him the reinforced chain or less. I mean, so the, all right, you can tell me if this is like too much, would it be like, would it be considered like poorer taste to wear somebody's hand-me-down rusted partial plate than it would to be brand new um, reinforced chain? Um, I mean, what you could do is just like, like pay, pay someone to clean it up, you know, like you could just give them it and then um, you could give them the old stuff and then pay like a blacksmith to like shine it up a little bit. It'll still give you the, the, the bonuses, but just basically treat treat it like a reinforced chain, but that just basically just clipping off the metal parts and using it to reinforce other places. Okay, that's what I'm gonna do. All right, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna like go through like whatever processes I can to get it um, kind of like looking okay again, and then I get a new one for myself and I give him the old one. That's kind of sad. No, you can't. But look yeah, better than the boss. Yeah. So. There's that. Um, we talked about how you're you're flush with horses already. So your estate um, a few years ago produced a bunch of chargers, so you could easily give them one of those. Um, Roundsies and Sumners, we're not worried about um, at all. Um, so then just the sword, spear, shield, lances, dagger, that's another half, um, half Libra. Miscellaneous gear, uh, war gear, travel gear, another three. Some fine nightly clothing, that's one. And, like, you know, like his pure white uh, tunic that he has to wear for the vigil is included. Then whatever you want to spend on the feast. Yeah, and I'm going to spend five lira on his feast. Alrighty. So you spend a lot of time, like, sending um, for orders. You know, you got... um, you got a few of your um your own people like coordinating that and the stuff is slowly coming in. A lot of it's sourced locally too. Uh, but like things like the fine clothing you have to send away for. Um yeah, uh you gather it all together in anticipation of the big day. Uh next, uh I wanna as we get into stable roles, uh do you did you want to do any uh, special horse breeding programs this year. Um, I mean, would that be like that? Would be like additional horse stuff this year? Yes, because you mean, have I, you have that standing agreement with Count Belobaris, uh, you know, one dollar per romp or one libra to per romp. Yeah, I think he would try to do that because he has to like kind of still think about maintaining his enterprises and stuff, even if he is very scared of being broke. Um, so yeah, you would definitely probably spend another like three to five Lira just trying to do that. All right. Um, if you could make me actually, how many are you going to do? Um, five Lira worth. All right. If you can uh, make me uh, 10 rolls, um, make me five horsemanship and five stewardship. Okay, I'll start with the horsemanship. Uh, pass, six on a 13. 
Uh, fail, 15 on a 13. Uh, fail, 18 on a 13. Uh, pass, 3 on a 13. And pass, 9 on a 13. Was that 4 or 5? That was, that was 5. And okay. now give you 5 stewardship. Okay, stewardship. Uh, pass, 3 on a 10. Uh, fail, 17 on a 10. Fail, 11 on a 10. Pass, 3 on a 10. Fail, 20 on a 10. All right. And what were you trying to breed together? Um, Did I have like a horse expert guy that would tell me like what to do? Was that um, somebody I hired? That's part of your horsemanship and stewardship roles. Um, but basically it was like you should breed special with special to get best results. And you shouldn't do anything less than a charger. Yeah, so he's just going to use like whatever chargers he yeah. has to try to make this happen. Yeah, last last time you tried uh, like Kelly and a charger, and you tried uh, um, one of the big black beauties at a charger. Do I? I don't have any of those black horses. Do I? Uh, no, but um, with the one Libra, you can arrange for some studying. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. Basically, like send a um, send a, a servant with. Uh, some of your horses down to like uh Count Pelobris, see what happens. Yeah, he's just gonna send like send his chargers down there and say do the best you can do. Just one moment, I'm gonna look up uh the results real quick. Well, those efforts uh netted you two chargers. Golston uh high fives, Baldrick. Excellent news, my lord. But wait, there's a little bit more. Um, remember you did this a few years ago and uh, one of your grooms is bringing around a big black beefy looking charger um, that has gone through the so one of your grooms brings out a big black looking beefy charger and it's like not as big as some of those other chargers that Compologabras has but um, it's basically graduated the the charger program, but has it's a lot bigger than some of your other chargers. I think um when I see this one, I'm like thinking like this one is gonna be like Baldrick's horse, you know, because it's like really nice. Yeah, Golston and Baldrick, two awesome horses. It's basically we're basically just like two guys who have like sick motorcycles that like hang out together. That's perfect. I if I use a good name for this horse. It's a big black charger, then um like Sable is a good classic name. And means black. Sorry about that. Okay. So there's a big black beefy charger that has come through um the the training program. And a lot of the a lot of the traders that have been coming through Lily Stream lately have been calling it a Pitten charger. Yeah. As soon as Golston sees it, he's like that's Baldrick's horse. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. He's just like, um, because he feels like he, um, yeah, this is a, this is a, a horse that would honor a knight. So he just, yeah. And, uh, the way he kind of sees it too, is like, this is all just luck anyways. And, uh, you might get in, you might get one that's like really good and you might, you know, I don't know, but he did get one that's really good. And, uh, this is how he's going to use it. 
Yeah, this is from the one two years ago because it takes a little bit of time to train up a horse. But yeah, it's um, it's basically a charger, but it does seventy six horse damage instead of sixty six. Not quite a destrier, but a little bit more than a charger. Yeah, that's awesome. That's like that's better than my horse. But yeah, no, that's very. Is it? No, it's not. Okay, an extra d six is is not as cool as horse intelligence. We uh, couldn't let Kelly get jealous. That would be unseemly. Uh, speaking of Kelly, uh, time to make a d20 roll. Oh, fuck. Can I spend willpower on this? Wrong system. Oh, shit. Uh, seven. Okay, he's safe. <laughs> There's quite a few minuses going up against him from you know being out in the cold all winter previously, but seven's just enough to save him. So, we come at long last to the knighting of Baldrick. So you send out your invitations. You have someone else write them. Um, basically, it's a it's a. You said you're spending five libra on the feast, so it's a, a decent size affair. Um, of note, uh, Sir Gregor and Count Arculachar in attendance, and anyone who you, you know, about your level who you'd feel like uh, inviting as well. But the star of the um, evening is a young lad of the name Baldric. So Baldric, uh, it is the night before your ceremony, and you've been given this uh, pure white tunic to wear, and you're led out to basically a clearing because someone was too cheap to build a church, and you're told by Brother Griffey to basically kneel down and pray before this, like, ad hoc shrine that's been carved into the wall, and there's just, like, a few... uh you know, there's like um, some, there's like a relic there. Um, you you've seen uh, Sir Golson carrying around quite uh, a lot, but you know, there's a there's a bit of uh, uh, Christian accoutrement which is uh, suit- suitable for the event. Um, I do have a question. Uh, how does Baldrick feel about uh, the church and his faith in general? I think Baldrick has. Uh pretty strong amount of faith. I think he has been very good at attending Mass with Brother Griffey, making sure he can confess regularly. He's almost hoping that Sir Gallison might send him on a quest to help get the church built, to get funding, or to bring back a relic or something. I think his parents or maybe grandparents have converted and are quite strong in raising him to be very much of the faith so he takes it very seriously yeah it's probably your parents who first converted because i mean not that uh it's been um flouted because baldrick's been very good about keeping it on the down low but he's actually of a saxon heritage so he's probably only a second generation british christian well it's been easier to handle ever since my lord's brother came of course so it's it's dark. It's cold. You're wearing a really thin piece of work. Um, can you make me a con roll? Because I'm curious if you're able to stay awake all night to do the proper prayers. Three on a 14. All right. Well, you're definitely 
physical enough to do it. That would definitely pass your energetic as well. Um, and can you make me a spiritual to see if you can pray adequately? Mm-hmm. We can have a spiritual thought for Alder than the write-up you gave me. It defaults at 10. Okay, thank you. Oh, well. oh no, that's a 20. He's all nerves. He's messing up. Yeah, maybe it's because you're not you're not inside a building or whatever that you're you probably feel like people are watching you this whole time, trying to make sure that you're doing things right, and you're probably super scared of messing it up, and you hope no one actually speaks Latin because I don't know. Oh, oh God, forgive me! God, forgive me for messing up your language. God, forgive me for messing up your prayers. <laughs> Please, sweet Jesus, let me be worthy. <laughs> So, you do make it through the night. You're very weary the next day because you actually stayed awake for it. But uh, you're brought into the main hall at Lily Stream the next day. And uh, before you is arrayed a whole bunch of, like, nightly goodies. Uh, You see a sword. You see a shield. You see some spurs. All around you are standing some really important-looking people. You recognize a lot of them. Um, Golston, what, uh, are there any notable, uh, attendees besides, uh, Sir Gregor and Count Archilichar? I would have definitely sought to invite Sir Mavis of Kenilworth, uh, one of my best pals. Um, also, I would like for Lady Avielli to be in attendance. Um, if they were available, I would like Sir Tor. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, like, uh, how common is it to, to see, like, a night that you are, like, decent, like, a night that you are, like, friends with? Like, would you go see their squires knighting? Is that, like, um, is that a thing you would do? I mean, there's sure to be a big party afterwards, so, yeah, I mean, your own knighting was sort of, like, one of those, like, mass things in Camelot, which is actually becoming more common. There's actually talk about how uh, they're going to be phasing out the any night can I tonight because like there's a lot of people talking about how you know it's letting anyone really be a night these days. I'm sure Golston doesn't agree with that. He definitely doesn't agree with that. I think he would be probably like a vocal opponent of that because. Anybody who's saying that is basically saying that he shouldn't be a knight. So he's he's like, fuck that noise. Um, knights make knights, and a knight decides who's a knight. And um, yeah. But you were made a knight by the king, so no one's going to question that. Right, but um, I guess it's just like the way he sees his own self-worth. It's like he doesn't, I don't know, maybe he genuinely doesn't really like like to place himself above others according to stuff like that like he's he's met many people through this whole thing um people are born to all different statuses in this world and it's like it's it's not a measure of their potential is like what what he thinks like it's being like low born you know that's a thing like you know but a knight can decide if somebody has potential bottom line is like what he thinks so like and he really does think that it's like if if somebody decides to make you a knight like that's it 
All right. So in front of you, Baldrick is the whole um, panoply, uh, all the goodies of knighthood. Um, in a loud, booming voice, you hear Sir Gregor as he steps out and says, Come forth and kneel before. Then you see a young boy kind of uh, skittering around and he's, uh, you know, like tidying up like the spurs and the sword and uh, the armor. And Sir Gregor kind of unfolds this uh, scroll and says, Be it known to all man that I, Sir Gregor, am minded to raise. Um, he looks down at you. Sir Golston, Sir Baldric of Kent, and he nods. Sir Baldric of Kent, by virtue of his honor, loyalty, valor, and skill at arms, to the high high rank of knighthood. And then he hands the paper over to you, Sir Golston, and indicates that you should do it. Baldric of Kent, do you swear and acknowledge, I, Sir Golston, to be your true and lawful liege? I do so swear. Do you also swear fealty to Arthur Pendragon to defend and obey him until he depart the throne, or death shall take you? I so swear. Uh, Goliston rises and walks over to Baldric. Let this be the last blow you receive without just recourse. Do you hit him? Yeah. I deliver the coulee. Repeat after me. I, Baldric of Kent, do solemnly swear and pledge my sword to Sir Goliston, my liege, to defend and obey him until he depart his demands or death shall take me and to uphold the honor of knighthood. I, Baldric of Kent, do solemnly swear and pledge my sword to Sir Goliston, my liege, to defend and obey him until he depart his demands or death take me and to uphold the honor of knighthood. And I, for my part, do swear to defend and honor Sir Baldric, as befits a true knight. And then I go and I get the sword, and I lightly tap both of his shoulders with the sword. I dub thee Sir Baldric. Receive now your spurs. And I go to the table and I get the, the spurs and, uh, and I place them to him. Your right to suitable arms. And uh, I'm imagining somebody else kind of comes by and hands. Yeah, there's hands a page boy to hand you a shield. And take this, my sword, to your side to serve and defend me well. Arise, Sir Knight. And there's a lot of clapping um, going on as uh, Sir Baldric of Kent is christened a knight. And of course, Sir. Gregor says, we do also have a little bit of a tradition here. And the hall doors open, and in walks the most magnificent horse that you've ever seen, Baldric. It's big. It's black. It's mean. It is... It's it's basically the sport utility vehicle of horses. And everyone's looking to you. Baldric gasps. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's looking at you to make a a leap of athleticism to show your virility and your acumen as a knight. All right. Um, what is this against? Can you make a straight dex roll? I'm doing it. Three on an 11. I did it. He did it. So 
you somehow manage to get atop the thing, even though it's like way taller than like any horse that uh, pretty much every anyone else in this hall has had to try his leap on. And like you got a three, so you passed and you managed to hang on. And like the horse is like stamping around and you're holding on, and everyone's kind of cheering, Yeah, Sir Baldrick. Yeah, I just like walk up calmly on its left side so the horse knows to expect me a little bit, pop a hand on its flanks and say, Are you ready? And then one step backwards, two steps forwards, and jump right on fists in the mane <laughs> to keep my balance. Uh, Goliston looks on proudly. Uh, and then there's like people talking. It's like, oh man, I was hoping he'd fall. He should have fall. That thing is huge. Just like a bunch of people gossiping all around. You see if um, like uh, like uh, some coins change hands in the crowd. So, what is what is next? Now we feast. So little time is spared um, as Sir Baldrick now is like help down from his horse uh, tables are quickly assembled and like these long um uh basically uh these long tables are put on like these sawhorse looking things and like dishes are brought along and sir baldrick you're actually seated at the head of table but you're also allowed at this point to kind of enjoy your party with no expectations of hosting and you know that's sort of the thing at like a a knighting ceremony it's more party and less uh like formal social event because it's sort of like a a bros club or knights club because there are a few lady knights out there so um at this point uh what is the first course do you have anything in mind well if i know my lord there might be whole spices coming up early in the menu all right uh do we want to roll it randomly? I'll let the I'll let the knight decide. Let, let's find out randomly. I, I'm curious. So this the first, is the way things are done in Lily Stream. Yeah, get surprises. the The first course is an almond omelet. So nuts and eggs are brought out. So uh, you have a few options here. You can drink, flirt, intrigue, or feast card. How could I not go for the feast card? It is tradition. All right. If you scroll to the top of the chat, I put the uh, uh, syntax in there. And go ahead and pop that into our dice roller. And we get gossip. Apparently, I get to keep this card and cannot draw more cards while it's active. Plus 10 on a skill roll when I discard this card. If I succeed. All right. So you're going to be making an intrigue roll. Um, let's see what the default intrigue skill is. Uh, intrigue fault, um, defaults at tr- uh, three. All right. This will be exciting. Green die, don't kill me now. Eight. Well, you heard something, but it's probably not that important. Golston, what, uh, what's your round, your, uh, choice for the round? So it's dancing, flirting, and, what else? So, uh, flirting, drinking, indulging, feast, intrigue. Uh, I'm dancing right now. All right. Uh, roll me that dancing in, in Jacques' memory. 
This one's for you, Jean. Ah, uh, fail. Uh, 18 out of 12. Uh, it's hard you, without my instructor. Yeah. And you're definitely, um, you're, you're feeling the, the lack of the instructor right now as like you're going around and like you kind of step on like a dog's tail and he trips you and like you, you do your best to not lose balance. You didn't fumble. So you don't get any, um, omelet, omelet, almond omelet all over you, but you know, you got to laugh. So we have round two. Let's find out what the food is. Hmm. Round two of food is white poultry meat stewed in wine. That sounds pretty good. Baldrick is pretty excited over this course. What would you like to do? Flirt, drink, intrigue, indulge, beast card. Well, Baldrick is a bit nervous to flirt with anyone as he doesn't quite know anyone here to flirt with so well. He still feels a little unused to his new station. So we're going to go with another beast card and see how the fates take him. More food. Apparently more food comes out. So a second um, helping of this uh, poultry meat stewed and wine comes out. And I guess it's um, premonition saying that sounded really good. Um, It's a crowd favorite and all players are going to be participating in this one. So, uh, roll off between your temperate and indulgent stats um, for Baldrick. His, uh, they default to, I believe, 13 and 7. Very good, sir. Five for temperate and six for indulgent. Temperate wins. What is that? All right, Golston. So, um, I fail my temperate, I pass my indulgent. So, I'm guessing that means indulgent wins. And so, then make a con check to keep eating. Oh, piece of cake. Uh, seven on an 18. You're really packing it away and you get to stay. And what is your choice for this next round or the second round? Uh, drinking. All right. So, uh, rules for drinking, I believe it's just, uh, yeah, just a straight-up con. Oh, it doesn't go well for me. Uh, 20 out of 18. I pass out, and I don't even remember Baldrick's knighting ceremony. <laughs> or maybe I'm sick from <laughs> from uh, too much of that wine-braised poultry and, uh, and spirits. Wine, wine, and more wine. Whatever is a knight to do. Uh, great party so far. So I don't have the rules for uh, getting rip-roaring drunk in front of me. So if you like, we could just uh, make a an audible call on this and just go with... Uh, I I think you're minus 10 to everything except for um, uh, proud and uh, intimidate is plus 5. You know, you're minus ten to most skills and plus five to a few skills. We'll see what uh, we'll see what they are if they're important. Okay, sounds good to me. All right, let's see what uh, the the third course is. Ooh, probably from the Forest Sauvage itself. We have venison and frumenti. So a lot like the previous dish, but this time it's deer meat. Baldrick, what would you like to do? 
While all these meats soaked in spirits are making him feel a little bolder, Baldrick's going to find out whether or not he has his dancing feet today. All right. Let's roll some dancing. Let's see if... Uh, actually, I think dancing is one of the few that uh, drunk people get plus two. Well, I don't know if I qualified as drunk yet for Baldrick, but I also didn't see it on the list you gave me, so we're just going to find out what happens. Dancing defaults to two. I rolled a two. Oh, uh, so that's a crit. So what sort of uh, medieval line dance uh, uh, trend did Baldrick just start? I think he's started a trend that involves a bit more stomping and twirling dances. You know, something a little bit loud and boisterous and that really gets a back and forth involved. (laughs) We're not quite saying Scottish line dancing or something like that, but maybe something that would in a few hundred years, lead there. We'll call it Kentish line dancing. Yes. <laughs> so, Golson, what would you like to do? You have a uh, you have a critical dance happening in front of you, though. Yeah, right now, Golston is, like, clapping in tune with the dance, and uh, he's going to jump in as well, start dancing himself. Um, I'll give you plus five on this. Nice. Uh, that's a pass. A five on a something. Uh, five on a twelve plus five. Five on a seventeen. So I've been rolling, uh, for certain other characters as well, and another certain um character just uh, botched her uh indulgent roll. So, uh, Lady Avielli is all up in your arms on this one, and because you uh passed, you managed not to drop her. This is a wild party but yeah it's a i'm imagining there's like a lot of just like rhythmic clapping going on and uh just like chanting a lot of like go 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 and just like i don't know just like it's it's just getting pretty wild in there everybody's dancing everybody's like sweating yeah you get t-shirts printed up later words i was there at the rager of 38 aldrich is absolutely having the time of his life He's finally part of the party instead of just making sure that his lord is surviving the party. All right. And we're going to roll for our last course. Uh, Last course is custard with dried fruit. That really does feel like a last course. That's a great, I was going to say, that's like a perfect final course. And since it's Golston who likes the spices, we'll say that there's like cinnamon on top of like apples and stuff. That's where that extra Libra went. So, Baldrick, what would you like to do? Given the crit on the dancing, he wonders if he caught anyone's eye, in which case perhaps a mild flirtation is in order after all. All right. Does Baldrick have any skills in flirtation? I fear not, according to what I saw in chat. So, so then it's a, a defaulting to a three. But flirting is a courtly skill. You're play. You're wearing uh, your fine clothes, so that's plus one. And you are a new knight, so you could add your glory for another one. So that brings it to five. One in four chance. Well, he is not quite as good at this as he would hope. Uh, you are handsome, but you're also sort of like at the center of the dance right now. So it's kind of hard to like 
pull yourself away from it. Yeah. All right, Golston. He can't quite figure out who really had any interest in him from that dance after all. So instead, he just ends up being friendly to everyone a little bit. Yeah. Plus, it it's is your a party. It is your party, so you can't like very well like. I can't away. focus that yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Golston. Last round for you. Um, let's see. Uh, am I able to see what other uh other attendees are doing? Because uh, I probably want to spend my last round doing what they're doing, like drinking with somebody or dancing with uh with like a pal or something. You can, however, I must warn you that would mean you're removing yourself from the arms of Lily, Lady Avielli. Oh yeah, never mind. So then, um, I think this is like we're having a good time dancing. So let's just keep dancing for the whole night. Yeah, uh, I'll do dancing. Alrighty, uh, roll your dance, and I'll continue to give you your plus five. Uh, fourteen on a seventeen. That's a pass. Would you like to make either a romance or flirting? Yes, I definitely would. Um, I'm re- so I want to do romance, but the thing is I'm really good at flirting, so I'm just going to do flirting. Um, You're also kind of drunk, too. So. Yeah, exactly. So plus five for flirting. Uh, that's a 16 on a 17 plus five. So, yeah, that's a pass. So 16 on a 17 normally. Uh, that would have made 18 the new crit. Mm-hmm. So regular pass. All right, let's let's see. Uh, did you include your bonus for your clothing or your bonuses for your glory? Um, no, I didn't actually. I just I just did my base flirting. Oh, then well. Well, actually, my flirting 17. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's probably already boosted up. By my other stuff on so here. 22 plus your clothing is 23 plus what's your glory now uh 5042 so think? plus five so 28 means you would crit on a 12 or better bingo and given who it is you're in her arms you're dancing everything's going right and she asks you if you want to leave the feast with her. Yeah, I I do. I go with her. I say, my lady, I would go anywhere with you. Want to find out more about the story? Join our Discord channel. The link is in the description.